if you're new to this whole world of baby led weaning and starting solid foods, you might still be on the fence as to whether this approach is going to work for you. And if that's the case, I want to send you my free feeding guide called Will Baby Led Weaning Work for My Baby? This is a guide that contains a decision tree map that you can work your way through to determine if this is the right approach for you guys and then when it's time to start. Grab your copy of Will Baby Led Weaning Work for My Baby on my website at babyledweaning.co slash resources. I was doing my breakfast dishes this morning, turned the garbage disposal on, and then heard that terrible noise when you know something is in the disposal, but like you can totally tell the damage has already been done. Sure enough, it was an easy peasy tiny spoon, totally shredded, which if I've learned anything about these baby lead weaning spoons from Easy Peasy is that the garbage disposal and the dog both love them. And I was bummed because it's one of my favorite colors that they make, the light gray line, which is called pewter. But my garbage disposal disaster, I guess it came at just the right time because Easy Peasy is having their annual Mother's Day sale from this Friday to Sunday, so May 10th to 12th. You can get 20% off all of the Easy Peasy feeding gear with the affiliate discount code BLWMOM on orders of $50 or more. So this is a great time to stock up at 20% off because my regular Easy Peasy code is usually only for 10% off. So this bump up to 20% off is nice, but it's just for three days. So head to easypeasyfun.com to grab tiny spoons, their tiny cups, and the best suction mats and bowls for baby lead weaning. They have a really cool new bundle maker on their website if you want to group or piece a few items together or If you just don't want to think about it, then just grab one of the Easy Peasy First Foods sets. It has everything you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods with baby led weaning. That code is BLWMOM for 20% off Easy Peasy orders of $50 or more now through Sunday, May 12th at easypeasyfun.com. And happy Mother's Day to you. Cases where families are high-risk eczema sufferers, their children, if you moisturize starting from a very young age, twice a day or more, It's been shown to reduce that incidence rate by 50%. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. guys, welcome back. Today we're taking a little bit of a different turn and going to be talking about skincare. And you might be like, why are you talking about skincare on a baby feeding podcast? But hang tight because I'm going to tie it all together. Today I'm going to be joined by Kimberly Ho, who is the co-founder of the brand Ever Eden. So Ever Eden is a brand that makes safe, evidence-based skincare for babies and moms. And they have a really unique approach. They actually have this moms in medicine program where their medical directors are all dermatologists who are also moms who create all of the products, select the ingredients, et cetera. So I do have an episode coming out in a few weeks that's with one of the dermatologist moms, Dr. Rebecca Hartman. We're going to be talking about the emerging research that demonstrates there's a link between eczema management and food allergy risk. It's kind of a confusing area. And so Dr. Hartman is going to help us break that down, interpret that research. But today, this interview with Kimberly Ho is all about the origin of her business, how she came to found this business, why she left investment banking to make a safe skincare line. So I think you're all interested in what you put in your baby as far as food and liquid goes, but we're also equally as interested as what we put on our babies as far as skincare goes. So I know for one, I learned a ton in this interview from Kimberly Ho. 
not only about how she built the business, but also about how she's working with her team of moms in medicine to help revolutionize the way we think about the products that we put on our babies. So her brand, again, is called Ever Eden. I am an affiliate for the brand Ever Eden. We're going to be talking about some of the products. I personally use these on my own seven kids in my house. I actually started using the face lotion myself like all the time and now can't stop buying it for all of my friends. It's fabulous. But they also make a whole line of baby products, products for moms as well. If you guys want to check out some of the Ever Eden products, I have a code babyledween 15 So that's W-E-A-N and then the number one, five. That's good for 15% off. The code does change pretty frequently with Ever Eden. So if you're trying to purchase some Ever Eden products at the 15% discount and it doesn't work, check back to the show notes for this episode, blwpodcast.com forward slash 116. We'll always have the most current code there. And I hope you guys enjoy this interview with Kimberly Ho, the co-founder of Ever Eden. Well, hi, Kim. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Hi, Katie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So Kim, could you give us a little background? What is Ever Eden? What made you start this brand? And why did you decide to focus on women and babies? Yeah. So Ever Eden is a clean family skincare brand, creating products really for the entire family, starting from babies to kids and for moms also when you're pregnant to when you're postpartum and nursing and, you know, long after if you want to use Ever Eden products, we're there for you. And the idea for starting Ever Eden really came to me a few years ago when I was in finance. So I started my career as an investment banker on Wall Street, very different from what I do now. And then after a few years of that, I started investing. Um, I worked for an investment firm in New York City where I invested basically in a lot of skincare and beauty brands that you and I probably know, use and trust. And that was when I saw the behind the scenes of the skincare industry and Myself, you know, I grew up with very sensitive skin, a lot of skin issues, eczema, you name it. And I'm particularly attuned to what I put on my body. And when I worked in investing and saw what was going on behind the scenes with a lot of these so-called green, clean, natural skincare brands, I started to question what I was doing. Um, I saw, you know, the big billion dollar lawsuits that you and I hear about in the news, that's the tip of the iceberg. That's the stuff that gets published because it's, well, a billion dollar lawsuit. I saw a lot of stuff that honestly, Katie, just made me feel really uncomfortable, especially since I was a consumer of those clean products. And I, I decided to leave my you know nice paying job in Wall Street, start from scratch and learn how to create safer, better skincare products that actually delivered what they promised. And that was the genesis for Ever Eden. And I decided to focus on family skincare because that was also where I was seeing products and the industry ignoring the most. And it's really ironic because when we think about who the most important people are to us, it's our family. It's, you know, babies have the most fragile skin. They're the most precious member of the family. When you're pregnant as a woman, you know, you're in your most vulnerable, delicate state. And, you know, I just thought it was really ironic that products for our most precious family members were being ignored by the industry because that wasn't where growth and the money was going. And so money investment was going to beauty products, skincare products, but not family products. And I wanted to change that. Can I ask you when you were at the investment banking firm, because I know, I mean, my specialty is in food. Like you're one of the first skincare brands that I've worked with. And I am an affiliate for Ever Eden. It's a brand that I got turned on to. I actually did an Instagram live takeover Q&A with your audience because they had 
uh, said they were interested in baby led weaning. So I got introduced to Megan, who introduced you to you and Dr. Hartman, your mom's in medicine, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, but when I started using the products, I was like, oh my gosh, again, I know nothing about skincare, but you can just kind of sense and feel that they're different. As someone who's kind of like adjacent to the conversation, would you mind backing up and telling us like, without obviously brand bashing of other brands, but what were the things that were concerning to you that you didn't like when you saw like the bigger brands that we're all familiar with either claiming to be all natural? I don't, I don't really know, but I would love to hear more about that since I'm not even aware of what's happening. Yeah. I mean, there are two things. The first thing was, you know, I mean, the stuff we read about in the news, um, quality control issues that result in really big lawsuits. And that's really down to process procedure. And I guess whether a brand cares about that quality or not. And so when we started Ever Eden, you know, we, we kind of went crazy in terms of the number of regulatory consultants and experts that we brought on from the quality management and production side. The second thing, though, that I want, I want to talk about is this greenwashing, and I call it cleanwashing, that's happening in the industry. It's very confusing to a consumer, and I'm sure a lot of your moms, your listeners have the same problem. You know, just because a brand says they're 100% natural, 100% organic, or 95% natural. What does that even mean? Yeah. In food, it means nothing. We say natural means nothing. You can have the most quote unquote unnatural product out there and claim it's natural. And in this country, there's nothing to stop you from doing that. Totally. And I agree 100%. And we have the same problem in skincare. And so, you know, just to take that to an extreme, poison ivy is a natural ingredient, but it's certainly not safe. And so, I wanted to take a science-backed approach because I am that consumer um, who has that sensitive skin growing up. And so that led me to bring on these moms in medicine. So we have three dermatologist moms who make up our scientific board. We call them our moms in medicine. Um, They were really there with me from the inception. Our chief scientific officer, Dr. Joyce Tang, is also the head of Stanford's pediatric dermatology department. And so when we talk about, you know, ever eaten having the safest safety standards. It's really because we have women and moms who are at the top of their game from a dermatology perspective, but also, you know, as moms to help formulate every single one of our products. And they're using science and clinical data to back up how we choose ingredients. And, you know, certainly we use a lot of great plant-based ingredients that happen to be natural and organic when we can. But to us, just because it's natural or organic doesn't mean it's safe. We take a science-backed approach. Uh, we use a lot of really great and safe synthetic ingredients as well. And at the end of the day, we just rely on the research to tell us what is safe to put on your baby's skin and what is not. And I think that was what I saw in my investing job that was missing, that certainty of you know, what is hearsay and what is fact and you know, data-backed. And that's what I wanted to change about Ever Eden. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, But therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it 
If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. And when I started researching your brand a little bit, because we get approached all the time for brands, especially if they're adjacent to feeding, I'm always very hesitant. And you're one of the first brands that I worked with outside of feeding because there is this emerging link between the relationship of managing eczema and food allergy risk. And I do a lot of work in food allergies. And after the episode with you comes out, we will, for Food Allergy Awareness Month, be interviewing Dr. Rebecca Hartman, who is one of your moms in medicine. She's a dermatologist affiliated with Harvard has a child that has eczema, then went on to have food allergies. And she's going to speak a lot about the actual research about that. In this series, we're just talking to the founding women of these different companies. And so I love to hear the background of how you founded the company. One thing I was interested in, though, was, okay, first of all, these are big names of the moms in medicine that you have working with you, who I'm sure are also very averse to working with brands and probably get approached in a lot of ways. So it's always like, wow, that's pretty amazing that you have the head of you know, pediatric dermatology at Stanford and doctors that are affiliated with Harvard who are also moms, but who are promoting the brand. And then when I was like, well, this brand's probably going to be crazy expensive. I was really surprised to see that the price point for the amount of science and research that I must imagine goes into this, like the price point is fairly reasonable. And was that something that was important to you as you were launching the brand to have it be accessible to, you know, it's, it's not a crazy expensive brand. It's pretty reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Our baby line averages um, at below $20. So it's anywhere from, you know, our baby lip balm is eight and $9. And then, you know, most of our products are, as you say, pretty attainable. And there are other baby products on the market that are truly luxury, you know, $40, $50. And you know, how many people can afford that? And so when we created Ever Eden, this is something, you know, Dr. Joyce, our chief scientific officer, you know, she really wanted to put out products that were not just efficacious and safe, but that families could enjoy. And of course, you know, the research that goes behind it, the ingredients that we use are really expensive. We choose the best ones. So we're not as cheap as the cheapest brands out there, but we worked really hard on our supply chain and our unit economics to make it work. So we don't make as much profit as some brands. Uh, we make enough to sustain ourselves and, you know, grow the team and grow our business. But we care deeply about this being attainable for as many families as we can, while it also, of course, having that integrity of really high quality products. I think a lot of parents come into parenting not knowing a lot about skincare, like you might have known it for yourself as an adult. And when you have a child, like I have seven small children and my youngest two are twins and the boy, boy, girl twins, and the boy has really bad eczema, which I never had with six other kids. Like you think you know everything and then you're like, oh my gosh. And so it was kind of right around the time when I was working on a lot of food allergy stuff and was introduced to your brand, we started using your healing balm. So I don't know what's in it, but it truly is magical. And we actually use it as a diaper cream too. So it's like, I know you have a diaper cream as well, but what I liked about the products is that there's a lot of cross promotion. Like you can use the healing balm as a diaper cream. I mean, anything you can do to help protect the skin barrier is you're doing your baby a great service for the skincare, but also potentially for food allergy risk, which is something I think parents are starting to hear more about and get interested in. They sometimes say, oh my gosh, well, if my kid has eczema and then has food allergies, it's my fault. Say, no, no, that's not your fault. But there's no detriment to controlling skin problems in babies. And I think that's something I've learned, like the more children I've had, it's like, it used to not be a priority. Oh, all babies have eczema, but wow, this one's really was a lot worse and I needed to do something. And that healing balm is so amazing. And you must hear it all the time because it's like, it's always out of stock. Whenever it comes back in, I always <laughs> tell my audience, like, hurry up, get it right now. This is like the best product out there. But I love that one. And then um, you're the nourishing 
the face cream. I w- at first I was kind of like, oh my gosh, a face cream for a baby. This is kind of gimmicky. I'm sorry. I mean, no offense, but I was like, no, no, you see crazy stuff. And then I never feed my baby anything. I don't eat myself. I never put anything on my baby's body that I didn't do myself. The face lotion is like now my absolute favorite face lotion. I will not use anything else. And I keep buying it for all of my friends because like if it's good enough to put on your baby's face, it's certainly good enough to put on your face. Those are definitely my two favorite products. So I was curious if you had a favorite product from Ever Eden and what the story is behind that. That's so funny you mentioned those two because those two are all probably my favorite. I, I would have to say the Nourishing Baby Face Cream is my number one product because it's one that everyone can use. My husband swipes it too. Um, and the story behind that product is interesting. So we know for a fact that baby skin is much thinner than adult skin, and that's why it's so sensitive and you need to take care of it. Um, chemicals seep in and they get allergies much more easily than an adult would. And facial skin, similarly, is also much more thin than your body skin. And so your baby's facial skin is more prone to irritation and skin issues than even the skin on your baby's body. And adding on top of that, you have drool, you have the fact that facial skin is exposed to the environment more like in a non-COVID environment, like your baby is out and about, I guess, you know, you're taking your baby out on strolls and walks and your baby's skin is covered, but his face is exposed to wind, dust and all of that stuff. And it's more thin. That's really why we created a facial cream for babies, uh, but also for adults. Um, I use it too. That is specifically designed to provide more of a barrier protection and hydration than regular body cream. And it is, you know, very efficacious and it's more expensive. And so we have it in a format that, you know, um, sort of works for, for that application better. I think it's the best gift. At, like it's $24. <laughs> I mean, it's totally affordable, but it lasts forever as well. I think I just, one I used for like almost four months, which, you know, if you use it every day, you think about it, it kind of works out to pennies a day. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so interesting that you talk about the relationship between skincare and allergies, including food allergies, because it's something our doctors talk about. And I know you spoke to Dr. Rebecca, you know, Dr. Joyce, our, our chief scientific officer, she's done a lot of research on that relationship as well. And she always says, you know, the best thing you can do for your baby early on is to moisturize. And there is data showing that if you moisturize and keep your baby's skin hydrated and do that maybe at least twice a day, in some studies that's been shown to reduce the incidence of eczema by 50%, even in cases where families are high-risk eczema sufferers. Their children, if you moisturize starting from a very young age, twice a day or more, it's been shown to reduce that incidence rate by 50%. And of course, now we have links from eczema to food allergies and other allergies. So I I think, you know, it's simple. You think skincare is this vanity thing, but um, for baby skin where it is so fragile, it's not about vanity. It's not a nice to have. I think it's health. And I also think it can be really overwhelming. Like parents like, oh my gosh, I have to learn about how to feed my baby, how to breastfeed my baby, how to get it to sleep. How do I do the skincare stuff? Like, one thing I feel overwhelmed by is like you look at ingredient lists. I mean, I know how to read the heck out of a food label ingredient list. Like that's my job as a dietitian. I can teach you that. But I'm like, I also need to put these things on my baby's skin. I have no idea like what should and should not be in a product. And so much of it is marketing and so much of it is gimmicky. And it's like, I really appreciate a brand like yours where you're like kind of cut out all of the BS. Here are the experts in the field. Here's what they recommend. Here's the ingredients that we picked. Here's why. And here's what we don't have in our products. Um, And for me, I think it just kind of cut to the chase of like, okay, these dermatologists who are moms, 
who are very well educated about these topics, this is what they put in it. That's a brand I'm going to go with. Like it really does kind of make it a lot easier. So I know you guys have put a lot of time and intent and effort into choosing the team that you work with. But I think that's so important because we spend all this time, I think, picking out foods for our babies. It's just as important the stuff that we put on their skin. And it can be just as confusing. So I wanted to ask, are there things like that you've learned from being in this industry across the board that are good to look for to be in ingredients or not be in the products that we choose? Because I never know who to believe or trust. And I'm just always interested to hear you know, your expertise. Yeah, same here. That's why I started Ever Eat It, because I was so confused as a consumer. And that's also why we brought out these moms in medicine, because, you know, I come from a finance background and I love building a business and I, I care deeply about our mission. But at the same time, I'm not a skin expert. And that's why we have these three women who are moms and also skin experts. The first thing I look for is really parabens. And it you see it on a label. It's exactly that. It's methyl paraben or something paraben. I still see it in a lot of high-end women's skincare products. You go to a Sephora turn the ingredients, uh, the packaging around, you'll see it in a lot of expensive stuff, but it's not good for you. It's been shown uh, in certain studies to uh, cause hormonal disruption and other issues. Not all parabens are bad, but you know, if you're not able to memorize all the parabens, then I would say as sort of, um, you know, just avoid in general. If you have very sensitive skin, certainly if you have eczema, and I think for young babies, try to avoid anything with synthetic fragrance, all together because that's one of the number one things that cause allergies um, and issues. I know parents do like that lovely scent though when they're sniffing their baby. So if your baby is fine and doesn't have sensitive skin, that's totally okay. But that's another thing I tell people look at. I would say that some harsh preservatives can be quite irritating. There's something called phenoxyethanol and that's P-H-E-N-O-X-Y ethanol. And that's a preservative that has been known to cause skin irritation. It's quite common. We ban that from ever eaten products. So we use other safer, gentler preservatives instead and sulfates. So you'll see it on the packaging label as sodium laurel sulfate, SLS. That is a cleanser that you see in anything that suds and bubbles up. So if you shampoo or a conditioner or a body wash, it's very, very, very common. It's been shown to, again, cause issues in health. And I would just avoid that because we have a lot of really great cleansing ingredients nowadays that don't cause that sort of irritation. So easy one to avoid. Yeah. I didn't even know if parabens were good or bad. So I didn't know which direction you were going to go. I just took it. There's too much to remember. Or it's like, it's like in nutrition, like butter's good one week and then it's bad the next week. It's like, <laughs> I can't keep up with it. I like to think of it as job security as a dietitian, but um, <laughs> no, I appreciate you breaking that down. That's super helpful. Okay. So Kim, coming from a background in investment banking and finance, I can imagine that the structure of your business looks very different from the environment that you came from. And I was curious if you could just share a little bit about how you put your team together. What do you guys value as far as hiring? You know, do you have women and that work for you? Is that important to you as a brand? Yes, that is very important to us as a brand. And so, of course, we have our moms in medicine who are behind the R&D and innovation of our, every single product in Ever Eden. But then we also have our leadership and executive team. And over, I would say, 90, 95% of our senior and executive team are made up of women, which I think is really powerful because what I saw in my investing uh, Wall Street days which looked very different. I was often the only woman in the team or in the room. 
what I saw was a lot of decisions were being made in corporate America around women's choices, the food they ate, the stuff they put in their bodies, the clothes they wore by older men sitting in ivory towers who never experienced the problems we've experienced. And I mean, you know, men were making decisions about women deodorants and like, you know, they've never even used a women's deodorant before. Yeah, same with baby food. Like when was the last time you actually fed a baby? Right, right. I- <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And so, you know, with a read, and I, I wanted to change that because, you know, one, I think women are incredibly talented and capable, but two, also like, you know, 71% of our customers are women and moms. And they are, as they should be, extremely attuned to their, what their babies want and what they want in, in their baby products, be it food, you know, clothing, skincare. And so when we put together this team, most of them are women and moms. And I think I'm really proud of that because I think the stuff we put out into the world, it's based on a place of really caring and a place of personal experience. Besides baby led weaning, what other type of podcasts do you like to listen to? Well, if you're into true crime and you also dig traveling, I want to tell you about a new podcast you are going to love. The new podcast is called Slaycation, and it's a darkly humorous look at murders and mysterious deaths that all take place on vacation. So the show is hosted by a true crime fanatic and her comedy writer husband, and he has a TV producing partner. So Slaycation brings a totally unique perspective to chilling, thrilling, what the heck stories of vacations gone horribly wrong from the twisted tale of Harold and Tony Henthorne, whose romantic anniversary in the Rocky Mountains ended with one of them falling off a cliff, to Angelica and Vincent, their two recently engaged lovebirds, whose Hudson Valley kayaking adventure ended up underwater. Every episode of Slaycation will have you asking, accident or murder? But it's not just the stories that will intrigue you. I think you're going to love the discussion between the longtime married couple and the business partners. They also happen to be an Emmy-nominated TV producer's Every episode of Slaycation also includes humor and takeaway and travel tips that are going to keep your next family vacation from becoming your last. So if you're ready to pack your body bags, Slaycation is available on all major podcast platforms. Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. One thing I noticed right from starting to research your brand was just the diversity, the representation you feature in your product materials, women of different colors different backgrounds, different ages, parenting. I, I would be considered to be an older mom. And I was like, wow, some of the moms look like me in their ads, which, you know, to me, I think is really important. And you can't ignore that in today's age. And so I did just want to say thank you for, you know, obviously doing such a great job incorporating so many different avenues of parenting, be it skin color, gender, age, etc. Um, I was curious from, you mentioned that you do have a variety of different women of color that you have employed. And I've noticed in your marketing materials, lots of different women of color. Are their skincare needs the same? And can these products be applicable across different racial groups, different ethnic skin types? Or is that something that you might branch out to in the future? Definitely. So the products we have right now are suitable for all skin types and, you know, in our research and development. So we do a lot of testing before we launch products um, with different consumer groups. And we make sure that there's representation to ensure that when we put out products, we've tested it on all types of skin types and it works. I think in the future, you know, who's to say, you know, if, if we ever go down the beauty route, you know, maybe with color cosmetics or like tinted moisturizers or tinted SPF, you know, all these things are exciting sort of things to us right now in, in discussion. And I think eventually if we do go down that route, 
it would be extremely important to make sure that we do have products that work for every sort of skin tone and color tone as well. But it's definitely something that we think a lot about, um, especially for me, you know, being a female CEO and a woman of color myself, you know, I growing up, my needs as a female consumer, um, they were not always met in different ways. And so I think I'm just especially attuned to that more so in this day and age but because you know I was that sort of consumer where you know I I didn't see the representation I wanted or you know my needs were not always being met in the marketplace and so I think it's really important for companies to start doing that. Can I ask you why you chose the name Ever Eden? Yeah (laughs) it really is derived from this phrase of creating something that is every person's Eden And so every person's Eden became every Eden. And it was actually my husband who's like this math guy, all about symmetry. He's like, oh, there's something non-symmetrical about every Eden. Cut the Y and it became ever Eden. So yeah, that's where it came from. So Kim, you took a totally different route in your career from where you began. And I was just curious for our audience who's listening, moms that sometimes have a good idea based out of a need. Like you said, you didn't see yourself represented in certain skincare products, or you would see kind of the CD backside, if they're looking or, you know, individuals looking to make a career change or to dive all into a product that they believe in, do you have any advice, a successful female entrepreneur who has started this amazing brand? Yeah, I would say that the first thing, and I heard this from another female entrepreneur, it might've been the founder of Spanx. Yes, I think it was her, but she said, um, you know, protect your seedling idea like you would an infant because it's not ready to go out into the world yet and you know people can be negative and harsh and maybe it doesn't come from a place of meanness but not everyone's positive and you know risk-taking and so you go out with an idea that's half-baked in your mind and you're not convinced yourself and someone shoots it down there it goes and you'll never do it think about it ever again it could have been a perfectly good idea though and when I heard that from I think the Spanx founder, I, you know, I was very conscious about that too. I I thought, oh, I shouldn't go out with my seedling idea. And so I nursed it in my head and I only told a few people I trusted, a few people I respected and I thought would take my seedling idea for what it was, a seedling idea, half-baked and nurture it with care and delicacy and attention. And so that was my, my family, my husband, and they were very, very supportive. And then when I did go out with my idea, when it was more baked, I had a lot of people tell me it was a terrible idea. Uh, here are all the reasons they told me it was a terrible idea. One, they said the market was too big and competitive. They said, you know, the big baby brands, I'm not name their names, you know, will crush you. They have more money, more resources than you. They'll just innovate better than you and they just have more. That is true. But, you know, I think that there is always space for new innovation and, you know, brands and entrepreneurs who care more. The second thing they said was, you've never done skincare before. But I mean, look at all these entrepreneurs out there like Elon Musk. Has he ever sent a rocket to Mars or the moon before? No. Did he create cars before Tesla? No. But they don't tell the men that. They don't say, you've never sent a rocket to Mars. What are you doing? And, you know, I think the work we do at Ever Eden is incredibly important. But, you know, on the scale of difficulty, it's less difficult than sending a rocket to Mars. And so... I think that there is a lot of self-doubt in general, and I face it too myself, but they always question women more for some reason. And so to all all your women listeners out there, I would say you're going to get naysayers, but I think take it with a grain of salt and just do the best planning you can. Go out to a few people where you respect their 
expertise or their careers or what they've done with their lives and ask them for their honest, constructive feedback. Take the constructive, improve your plan, but just don't let the naysayers get to you. Well, Kim, thank you so much. This has been so informative. It's so nice to meet the people behind the brands that we're using in our everyday for our families and our babies. And if you could, in closing, just tell us where can our audience go to learn more about Ever Eden? Yeah, so they can go to our website. It is www.ever-eden.com or Instagram page. It's uh, Ever Eden brand on Instagram. And we're also on Amazon. You can look for us there at Ever Eden. All right. Well, thank you so much. It's been great talking to you. Thank you, Katie. Thanks so much for having me. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Kimberly Ho, the co-founder of Ever Eden. I'm always so in awe of women, anyone in general who leaves one career path. Like she was an investment banker in New York City and like did an about face and started a baby and mom clean skincare line. So, so fascinating. And I do like to bring the stories of the people behind the brand's that we're using for our babies and that we recommend and that we know work. Like I love her whole moms in medicine approach that she's got the dermatologist moms who are also helping to select the ingredients. I will be interviewing Dr. Rebecca Hartman from her moms in medicine team. She's a dermatologist and a mom. She's going to be talking about the link between eczema management and food allergy risk in a future episode. That'll be coming up in a few weeks. But in the meantime, if you want to check out some of the Ever Eden products, they're fabulous. I know I have seven small kids and I mentioned my youngest, our twins, Gussie, he's my boy of my boy, girl twins, has terrible eczema. It was kind of right around the time that it was getting bad when I was introduced to Ever Eden. We've been using their healing skin balm. Their moisturizing lotion is amazing. And then also their baby nourishing skin cream for the face. Like I use that as an adult. It is fabulous. So if you want to check out any of their products, I do have a code. At the time of the recording, the code is babyledween15. So that's W-E-A-N and the number one, the number five. But the code for Ever Eden does change pretty frequently. They don't do a lot of discount codes. So they're really on top of making sure that the codes are current. I am an affiliate for them. If that code, babyledween15, does not work for you for 15% off, go check the show notes for this particular episode. That's blwpodcast.com forward slash 116. And I'll have whatever the current code is. So you can get 15% off at ever-eden.com. So thanks so much for listening to this interview with Kimberly Ho, the co-founder of Ever Eden. Bye now. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.